0: Found it. This is the Tidbits podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show.
1: It is Friday. It's the second day of September, and the final program we'll have at least uh, till next Tuesday. We won't be here Monday. No, won't be here. We won't be here on Monday. That's right, no show. Thank you, Matt, for reiterating. <laughs> Here we are, wrapping up the week, Matthew. Good to see you. Good to see you. I see you're still hobbled.
0: It hurts, man. I don't know what I did. Gosh. It's. uh, He's the walking so, wounded. I really am. It's. I uh, was at lunch yesterday and someone was like, Why are you hobbling? I thought you hurt your fan. I'm like, I did. I, I'm just getting old. Yeah. You're not even 50, are you? No, I'm not. Because he's got his his right hand has issues with it. Yeah, I dislocated a pinky, and now... Now it hobbled. So this week, I mean, I I remember on Tuesday, my ankle was a little sore from something. I don't know. Just living life. And then I mowed the yard Wednesday, and then I woke up yesterday, and it's like, it's just on fire. It hurts so bad. But have no idea. I'm guessing. If I I had to bet your paycheck, I would say I have strain the ligament or because I didn't roll it I didn't you know didn't fall off a curb no nothing Nothing. like that okay but uh gosh man it just
1: hurts see proof positive it's time for the boy to just mow the yard okay yeah, (laughs) no more for Matthew especially powered mowers (laughs) but uh (laughs) so did you use the yeah okay yeah Nice and sharp, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's it pretty good. Doing a good job? Yeah. All right.
0: You got to work at it. Okay. I mean, you got to, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a struggle, is it? I mean... No, yeah. okay. no, but it's... I mean, you got to work at it. Okay. It's certainly no worse than the crappy push mowers I've had. Dull blades. Dull blades, yeah. and they get bent, and... All right, so... They, it's... My last mower didn't so much mow as it did just like shove the grass over. <laughs> At least it looked like it was mowed. Yeah, <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> Day later, it stands back up. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, man, that's great. <laughs> so Matt uh, will
1: hopefully get through the upcoming holiday weekend unscathed. He has enough injuries already. This, <laughs> when I read this, it <clears throat> reminded me of you. No. Oh. This uh from Cathedral City, California. A, a lady there treated at a hospital as, after possibly being bitten by a bat. Oh, excellent. <laughs> here's, here's the deal. She woke up and the bat landed on her shoulder. You've had bat issues. We have. You know. Yeah.
0: They occasionally <laughs> will get in the house. Imagining one just lighting on your shoulder. Well, okay, so... <laughs> So the bats we have are smart, alecks. And as you're trying to get them, they'll fly by and like tap you on the back of the head. <laughs> but that happened multiple times.
1: So this lady evidently was actually bitten. She thought it was her dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good boy. We'll go back to bed. <laughs> then noticed the bat flying away. <laughs> she told officials her legs were. Covered with red marks. When Animal Services arrived at the house, they said they found the bat inside the bathroom. The bat was quickly captured. The woman's condition unknown, but that could be a series of possible rabies treatments. Yeah. I don't know of any bats that don't have rabies. Do you? I mean, it's like, wouldn't it be kind of an odd, odd ball? bat if it didn't have rabies?
0: I, I don't know. Do they, do they just automatically carry rabies? Well, I, you
1: know, I that's the worst thing about them. Rabies. They've got it in like a little, uh, I don't know, it looks like a butter dish. <laughs> Where it's been captured. <laughs> so, I guess they'll do the rabies tests on that uh, bat and see whether or not it uh, did have them.
0: Do all bats carry the rabies virus? There we go. No. Okay. Most bats are healthy. Is that right? And contribute to our environment in many ways, particularly by consuming insect pests. Less than 1 out of every 200 bats randomly sampled is positive for rabies. Well, there you go. So, I guess it's not so bad
1: after all. It just seems like the ones that do do have rabies right. that you ever hear about. Maybe that's why they attack. Is a rabbit. You know if you always see in the movies you know the dogs when they've got rabies they're foaming they're foaming yeah as a human you've got rabies you're terribly thirsty but can't drink water it's just uh you know that's what i've seen in the movies (laughs) while while you're researching (laughs) you may you you may look at that see if if humans who have rabies Uh, all right crave
0: water rabies but uh, okay human symptoms here we go okay I didn't expect my Friday to go like this. I did not know. It's a research Friday. Did not know we would land on rabies this morning. um, Research Friday. All right. What are the signs and symptoms of rabies? Okay, here we go. The first symptoms of rabies may be similar to the flu, including weakness or discomfort, fever or headache. You can have fever. You can have rabies right now. now. (laughs) Uh, There also may be discomfort. Prickling or an itching sensation at the side of the bite. Okay. These, system, these symptoms may last for days. All right. Symptoms then progress to cerebral dysfunction, okay. anxiety, confusion, and agitation. Again, all <laughs> all of those are tail out. I have them. <laughs> I have them already. As the disease progresses, the person may experience delirium abnormal behavior hallucinations hydrophobia hydrophobia there you go and insomnia the acute period of disease typically ends after two to ten days once clinical signs of rabies disappear the disease is nearly always fatal oh wow and treatment is typically supportive less than 20 cases of human survival from clinical rabies have been documented documented only a few survivors had no history of of pre or post exposure prophylaxis I don't know we're getting into big words now (laughs) so
1: there you go see that what's it called hydrophobia Yeah. you you crave water but you can't stand it Mm. it's just a weird deal maybe that was from old yeller I don't know but I've um, you know the foaming of the mouth you know that's uh, always part of it in the movies And craving water, but just can't
0: can't take it. All right, here we go. All right. Rabies has also occasionally been referred to as hydrophobia throughout its history. It refers to a set of symptoms in the later stages of an infection in which the person has difficulty swallowing, Mm -hmm. shows panic when presented with liquids to drink, and cannot quench their thirst. So I
1: was right. How about that? Look at that. Finally, for once in my life, <laughs> I was right about something. You nailed it. Based on the movies. Okay, Based on what may have been Old Yeller. Yeah. We're,
0: not, we're not even sure.
1: So there you go. It is 630. Uh, we'll uh, take a break for news. We'll check weather. They keep changing it. They did. Is this changing, they changing? did. It's just changing, changing.
0: It's going to be Saturday. Well, no, it'll be Sunday. Well, yeah, well, well.
1: Don't you dare go far. <laughs> We'll be back in one and a half minutes (laughs) with Tidbits right here on a Friday. This
0: is Tidbits.
1: It is a Friday edition of Tidbits as we uh, prepare for the long upcoming Labor Day holiday weekend you have anything planned
0: for the holiday? Yeah. What do you got going? Well, we celebrate um, our 19th year in marriage. How about on that? On the 6th. Oh, boy. So we're going to take the, the day Saturday to go just do stuff. All right. Just the two of us. 19 years. Yeah. Jeez. So um, I'm just hoping I can uh, walk around and not you know, be in constant pain. That's <laughs> all I want. So hopefully a miracle will
1: occur, and you'll you'll feel pretty good by Saturday. This um, pertaining to live lizards, several wrongly delivered to a residence in a village north of New York City. Port Chester police wrote on Facebook, needless to say, the addressee was quite startled when they opened the box. Police received the call about the reptiles and posted a picture of three dark-colored lizards held in a large white container. However, there were apparently more reptiles not pictured. Police said they held the animals until a local animal sanctuary could pick them up for safekeeping. You take them out of there. Oh, you little fella. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Give me kisses. (laughs) Who's shipping reptiles? That's weird. And I presume it's illegal. I'm just presuming. I would guess reptiles
0: shouldn't uh, be shipped. No, I'll just put them in a uh, yogurt container and tape it up. <laughs> put a couple
1: of holes in there.
0: Hey, Martha, clean out the sour cream dish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. It, <laughs> just sent there in a container. Yeah. Now here, how about this? We should have been part of this. A golf buff treated everyone on his flight to a round of shots. After he got a hole-in-one at an acclaimed California golf course. The golfer identified only as Todd. Todd. <laughs> Hit the ace with a three-wood on the number four hole at the San Francisco Golf Club Tuesday. The surprise drinks went above and beyond the usual golfing tradition of a duffer buying everyone drinks at the clubhouse. After getting a hole-in-one. If I ever did, I I don't think I could... Just sp- quietly walk away. <laughs> I don't have enough money to buy drinks, fellas. <laughs> One woman tweeted, there's a man on my flight who just announced to the plane he had his first hole-in-one today and is buying shots for everyone on the aircraft. What a treat that'd be. And those, they're not cheap. No. Okay. Not on an airplane for sure. So he's uh, got some money to blow, does Todd. <laughs> this, uh, I never knew you were supposed to do that. I, of course. Next we'll, round's on me, fellas! <laughs> we'll, we'll, of course, we'll never have one. No. Especially now that we never really play. Right. Don't have to worry about it. I, yeah, I've been super close before, have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super close. I have. I actually had a blind dog laid left that I went over the woods. Yeah. It was a par four. Yeah. I you know, I'm looking all over the place. Didn't even bother looking on the green. There it was. It was on the green. I, I had a chance. You always kind of check. You know, I had an eagle. And, an eagle. And how'd you do? Blew it right by the hole and then <laughs> made the next one. <laughs> got birdie. Usually it's... It was longer.
0: A well, double bogey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a longer third putt than the second. Yeah. You know, because
0: I got, you know, I got you the get, yips. You got the yips. You got the yips. Yeah. What about your near hole-in-one, did you... So that was... Um... <laughs> At the Logan Sport Golf Club, it's hole nine okay. that goes across the road. Yes, yes, it goes across the road back towards the clubhouse, yeah. and it's like a tunnel of trees. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean it's a tricky normally it, it you know yippy
0: hole. <clears throat> we were playing out there, and I hit it, and I thought, "Gosh, that felt good," and it was just perfect. Just and it was, <laughs> and at first I'm like, "That's too far!" Like I I smacked the crap out of that, but it landed and it. One more roll of the ball would have been. Out. Oh no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Like one more you know what I mean? Like one yeah, more yeah, turn just and one more. Have,
1: yeah. Wow. And you managed to hit that putt? I did. And I tapped that, that right? one in. <laughs> for a birdie. So that wow. was yeah. what an incredible shot. That should have been recorded. Cause normally, you know, it's like you, you overthink it, next thing you know, you're drunk. I feel drilling. like you were there for it. Was I? I feel like you were. <laughs> Maybe not. Why do I not? <laughs> Usually you're drilling it, probably because I drilled one to the side of the bank of the road. Okay, that's probably why I don't remember. Or I'm over on the right side searching for mine in the trees. Sure, yeah. So, you know, I probably didn't appreciate your shot because mine was so bad. That's right. my presumption. <laughs> if I was there. Right. Which odds are, I probably
0: was. So I don't know. I think I just saw that the... Um... The owners uh, just sold the Logan Sport Golf Club. Is that right? Yeah. It's a nice uh, place
1: to play. I love it. Watch out for the crabby geese. But they do get crabby. Because they, uh, yeah. you know, they're crabby out there. Right. But, uh, yeah, I haven't played golf for a long time. And it's not like I don't have the chance. I don't know why I don't. You know, I just uh, I don't get it. Here's a new poll. I can't figure it out. <laughs> reveals... <laughs> That the public is lacking a worrying amount of information about their own personal health. This survey of 2000 finds many are unable to identify key metrics for monitoring their overall health. In fact, 37% that's it are very confident they can name their own blood type. I couldn't. I think I know, but I don't. I think I've got the universal. Yeah. What is that? O positive? Whatever.
0: You're in high demand
1: then. Well, yeah. Should be. American Red right Cross needs to have your number, sir. Only only twenty-four percent know what their BMI body mass index is. <laughs> How many really want to know? Less than one in four
0: of the body mass indexes
1: know what their thirty eight resting heart rate should be. When it comes to identifying organs, <laughs> just two and three believe they can accurately point out where the heart and brain is located. Now come on, show
0: me your brain. <laughs> Where's your heart? Two out of three. Two out of three. So that means another thirty
1: percent, roughly, yeah. almost thirty percent. Can't yeah. tell you where your heart and yeah. brain is. Yeah. Now come on. Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> what brain? What's
1: what's what's a brain? This survey conducted by the Ten Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Only 22% can pinpoint the gallbladder. And just one in five know where the spleen is. The spleen. Hmm. The survey also found 19% are completely confident they manage their health well. A third are now less likely to call their general practitioner regarding their health since the start of COVID-19. Women. We're also more likely to call for a doctor on virtually all health concerns, including broken bones. Nah, no need to worry about those. (laughs) Lung problems and mental health issues. Here's the organs that people can identify. The heart, 63% can tell you where it is. Yes. 63% can tell you where the brain is. Only 60% can identify where the lungs are. 59% 59% the stomach. The rectum comes in at 55%. Reproductive organs at 52%, just over half. I think this is what this does. <laughs> I just thought it was for making fun of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> the bladder. Forty-eight percent kidneys at fifty, livers forty-three, appendix at thirty-eight. Now I've got general ideas where all these are. Sure. Okay, general. Sure. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. So I just—I uh, guess we're just not as smart as I thought. I guess so. Here's a uh, a Bay Area, California school asking parents to let teachers move in with them. <laughs> The area's out-of-control housing crisis, the shortage of properties, and rapidly rising rents has pushed some educators to relocate elsewhere. The district said at the end of last school year, at the end of the current school year, or it's got to be last, they lost seven teachers who opted to move to more affordable communities. So now, would you like, it's like me, the Neanderthal living in my house. Okay. Let's get Mr. Long in here. Okay, Dale, we'll get a bunk bed for you and Mr. Long. There you go.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> He'll be thumping the bed all night with his stick. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, who's the worst teacher on earth in your book that could ever have lived with you if that were the option? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> it's just... You know, who, what kid wants their teacher living... You know, of course, in, in elementary, don't you just still have one teacher? Or do you? I, I presume maybe you go to art and yeah, some other yeah, stuff. you kind of go to as a few classes. Yeah.
0: I had a teacher in elementary, okay. all right, who would pick her nose. <laughs> and she had a long, beakish nose, right? <laughs> Stretched out probably from years of rooting around up there. But she... She would pick her nose, and then she would, like, push her glasses up. And so, you know, we made the joke that that's where she was keeping all the things that she dug out of her nose on her glasses. Did she call all of you my pretties? (laughs) No, No, she didn't. Now That's just, you know,
1: that's just weird.
0: Yeah. So, you, and I told you that my PE teacher that called us our, you know, hot garbage. Like he'd be fun to live with. Matt, get in there and take a shower. <laughs> have a Twinkie, fatty. Yeah, have a Twinkie. <laughs> it would have been fun living with him. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know that that would fly well with at least us. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: <laughs> I think kids like their teachers more today than, than we did. Yeah. Okay. You know. It's just, yeah. And our teachers were not our friends. Okay, they just were not <laughs> our friends uh, as a whole. Here's, they were not our friends. Here's a yeah. uh, Brooklyn restaurant selling miniature croissant cereal for fifty bucks a box. What? Last year, a husband-wife duo started selling mini hand-rolled croissants out of their apartment. This past May, they opened brick-and-mortar bakery. Partamette 4F in Brooklyn Heights and the demand for the tiny croissants has taken on a life of its own. Hopefuls line up a half hour before the bakery opens in hopes of nabbing one of just four or five boxes of Petit Croissant Cereal available every day. That's all wow. there is. Wow. Baker explains they require so much time and work which is why the many marbles are sold in such limited quantities. They roll them out, shape them into this teeny tiny triangle, and roll it like a regular croissant. <laughs> they manage to remain remarkably crunchy in milk and have a shelf life of two or three weeks. 50 bucks a box.
0: $50
1: a box. So they're making 2 250 a day off their mini croissants.
0: Cereal. Is it, is it got sugar on it or what? That's what I'm wondering. Are they dusted with anything? Are they fruity? Are they says they're
1: dehydrated and rolled in cinnamon sugar. Okay. Then baked fresh. Each box has about 250 mini croissants, each around half an inch in length. Not like grape nuts. You can pour in a quarter of a bowl of <laughs> grape nuts, man, that's <laughs> that's a struggle. Hour later you're still <laughs> It's like they uh. just grow.
0: <laughs> and that box is so heavy. It is. It's you know? super dense. Super dense.
1: You shake it, and you know, <sighs> there's a lot of eating to be had if you overpour. For real. Made that mistake a few times. <laughs> it did swell up. So there you go, Matt, some tidbits as we get ready for a weekend of weenies and swimming. Okay, it's a final holiday of the summer. The official end of summer, basically, is what they call Labor Day. After this, you can't wear white. That's true. All right.
0: That's true, you can't. At least white pants,
1: or is it just white in general? Well, I think it's, you know, for the fellas, no more white shirts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this dates back to, of course, when everybody wore a suit. <laughs> okay. Basically, even if you played baseball, you were wearing a suit. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're out there just you know slopping around in the field in your
0: suit. Did you watch any uh, football last night? No was it was it on? Oh yeah. Who was it? We had Purdue, Penn State oh, too, last how'd night. How'd that come out? Uh, Purdue lost. Oh. 35-31. Close. But what ones. I'm guessing was a thriller. Westlock. I didn't see it. No. look like a. I. Looking at social media today, it's like everyone but you and I were there last night from this town. There were so many people at that game. No kidding. I, I didn't even expect. I was like, what are you doing? Peru football game. See, I
1: didn't even Look you realize it. Yeah, that's. I must live in a cave. Does Notre Dame play Saturday? They do. Okay, that's Ohio
0: 730, State. 7.30. 7.30 on ABC. Okay. Ohio State. All right. It's a big game. Yeah. So, okay, you're, you're a better. Okay. You, you know these things. It said Notre you Dame. You know these things? Notre Dame plus 17. Does that mean they're a 17-point underdog? Or does that mean they're a 17-point favorite? So, you're asking
1: the wrong question the wrong fella. Hmm. I don't understand that stuff. I don't I thought you did. No. I always see it and I'm wondering to myself. And then there's another thing that's over under. All right, here you go. Somebody's going to help you. How are you pleased tonight? Okay. Thank you. I <laughs> and I only understand the over under and that's unlike total points. Oh well, yeah. You know, that's pretty right. easy. But the plus minus stuff I, I don't no. Don't you just pick your favorite? <laughs>
0: You just you know you don't have to do any research. You just the one time I thought I was doing that. I was like I'm going to bet on this game and I I won, but I picked the wrong. Okay, I I did it wrong.
1: So you didn't understand. I didn't understand. Here
0: we go. Let's see. This person will help us.
1: I don't think that uh, birthday will be of any help. Mm. Notre Dame, it says, is underdog. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. So they're the underdog, Matthew, by
0: 17 points. Come on. So that
1: means okay. Now, now I'm now I'm getting it. Right. So plus seventeen, that means if Notre Dame only loses by sixteen, yeah, you would win that bet. Seventeen or more, well, seventeen even. I, uh, you know, right. So there you go. Well, that was that was last night. Uh, put a ton of dough on it. Okay. <laughs> You've got nothing to nothing to lose. <laughs>
0: That's you've got the luck of the Irish. You're practically printing money at this point. <laughs> so And they may get annihilated. Or they you may know. keep it close. Well, I you never I, know I, with I, them. I just don't. Especially now it's a new coach, new
1: era, know, new everything. But we know one thing. You lose a game, hang it up for a chance at the national championship. Oh yeah. For Basically, sure. you just hang it up. For sure. All right. So there you go, Matt. Have a good weekend. All right, you too, buddy. Everybody else, too. All right, see you Tuesday. uh, Yeah, we'll be back Tuesday.
0: This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.